Hey, welcome to the Crack House Chronicles True Crime Podcast. I am Donnie, and with me is a man that says it's okay to smack people that say things we don't like now. It's Dale. <laughs> That's right. So get ready. I'm going to smack the shit out of you. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody says something, it's okay to smack them. I'm telling you. Whatever. Yeah. That's so stupid. It is stupid. Lordy. You know, especially I'm sure he said a lot worse to people. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. I and guess I'm, when he got the Wi-Fi, he had to do what he had to do. Oh, yeah. And I don't mean Wi-Fi like in internet. I mean wife eye. Yeah. <laughs> you get the evil eye. Yeah. You better do something. You got to do something. What's going on, man? What's happening? What's happening with you? Oh, same old, same old. Ready to get this going? Ready to get a podcast going today? I'm telling you, I'm ready for it, man. I hear you. I think we need to give a couple shout-outs to the to the whole CHC Crack House Family Nation or whatever we want to call it, because, man, have they really been outstanding this month. Man, this month has been over the top as far as downloads go. Yeah. I mean, we, we exceeded last month's downloads by... About twenty eight hundred wow. downloads. It's crazy, isn't it? yeah. So it's just, it's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> that's all I can say. And we really appreciate it, you guys. Even more than you know, it's crazy. Yeah, twenty eight hundred more than last month. Yeah, and last month was a record breaking month. It was. <laughs> that just blows my mind. Yeah, we just can't say thanks enough. Yeah, you guys are awesome. You got anything else you want to talk about, dude? Yeah, we got a little bit, man. I would say uh, we got a. Uh, about 22 five-star reviews on spotify now Ooh, that's yeah. cool for you guys that don't know you can just go in there and click that little button and give us a five star that's all you gotta do yep uh a little shout out to our buddy rich adams he told me he picked up some merch this weekend got some stuff he like really liked the, the new graphics we got hey, we think yeah. about that i like it yeah i think uh think you're going over well we appreciate you rich and uh for making us a uh, trailer park famous yep mm, speaking Which, of that i also you know, appreciate him being a moderator on our fans page that's right we sure do and uh speaking of trailer park famous you know all of you know that we've been downloaded in every state in the united states and well over 80 countries around the world yep 83 countries to be exact look at you being fancy yeah now since we get through beating ourselves on the back here <laughs> uh, i do want to give a serious shout out to my buddy eddie blanton uh, he's had some health scares going on here lately and has some surgery but today he's doing a little better and he actually got out of the hospital today so we want to wish you uh wish you well brother and uh hope everything goes your way yeah man hope you get to feeling better and it's always good to get out of the hospital and go home you, you are free son get out of there yep All make right. you feel better just walking out the door getting the sunlight yep it was pretty outside too <laughs> yeah after it quit raining <laughs> yeah oh yeah that's but true if anybody wants to order a t-shirt we've there's some new designs on there go check it out get you one get you something order you something help keep the lights on at the crack house that's right and uh go to apple podcast rate and review leave a five star and leave something in the message box yeah anything just write something in the box whatever you have for lunch yeah we don't care yeah, whatever you have for supper or whatever's on your mind. If you don't know what supper is, you ain't from around here. Yep. <laughs> or Leonard or Lupper. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else before we get started well, on let's this? Let's roll, man. Uh, we'll yell on us for taking too long. Yeah, we're already three minutes in. Well, you know, we, we have to pat a strap on the back every now and again. We do. We, yeah. we appreciate all of our listeners. We do, man. It's amazing. Yep. You know, we covered Dennis Martin back in episode 20. Right. Go back and check it out in our house. Yep. And he was a kid that went missing in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park. Which is a pretty wild story. Oh, yeah. We just just vanished. Yeah. And then just a couple of three weeks ago, we covered Trini Gibson. Yep. Who went missing in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park. Mm, I'm seeing a pattern here. Yeah. And today, 
we are completing the big three. Big three. Because the lady we are going to cover today, she was listed with these other two as a combination of disappearances in the Great Smoky Mountains. That's right. And they considered them the big three. Which is kind of weird, but that's okay. Yeah, but the lady we are talking about today, her name is Thelma Pauline Melton. But she went by Polly. Polly. Yes. Polly while I do all day. Yep. But just a little bit of background on Polly Melton. She was born on February the 26th, 1923. And at the time of her disappearance, she was 58 years old, 5 foot 11. Her weight was around 170 to 180. Man, she's tall. Yeah, tall lady. And just some distinguishing marks and features about her. Her hair was auburn. Her eye color was brown. Uh, she wore glasses, medical conditions. She was she suffered from high blood pressure, nausea, and took medication for these conditions. Mm. Yep. And it's been reported, Dale, that this lady was overweight. Yeah, but I don't I don't don't seem like it to me. Many websites report her as being overweight, but oh, okay. five foot eleven at hundred and seventy pounds, that's not really overweight. No. It's you know, it's no, I don't think so. No, it's, it's up just, there, but it's not, you know, it's not like... That's one of them charts, you know. But now, uh, Polly was a smoker. Yeah, two-pack a day. Yeah, Virginia Slims. <laughs> yeah. That's why she smoked. <laughs> that's all right. Yeah, I mean, back this was back in 1981 when she went missing. Yep, 1981. But the mystery surrounding her disappearance takes place in 1981. And like I said, uh, Polly was 58 years old. And she was married to her husband, Bob Melton. Mm -hmm. Now, get this. He was 78 years old. He was about 20 years older than her. And they've been married about six years this time, Dale. How many? Six years. Six, okay. And at this time, Bob had two grown sons from a previous marriage. Mm -hmm. And Polly had been married twice before, but she never had any kids herself right. in those marriages. But in the their marriage, uh, Bob's health was getting worse, so he spent most of his time at home and just doing things around the house. Right. Well, and, I mean, you know, 78. But they were living in Jacksonville, Florida. Okay. But they loved to come to the Great Smoky Mountains National Park. Yeah. And they had an Airstream camper. Right. You know these? They're big, silver. Sweet looking, yeah. Oh, yeah, they're nice. Pull behind a vehicle mm -hmm. and just... Take off and go. Big silver bullets. Pretty much, yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, I've seen one place where it said that they live in this thing year-round. Is that, Or is that just what somebody said? I think that's just what somebody said. I think they lived in Jacksonville, Florida. And just the, had their airstream to come up here. And yeah. Then, and then they stayed here what, several months in the summer or something like that. Yep. But now, Polly said that the Great Smoky Mountains, this area that they were at, the Deep Creek Campground, mm -hmm. this was her home away from home is what she described it as yeah she'd been coming up there for 20 years right so well before her and bob had got together. yeah so she knew the area quite well right yep so she liked this hiking stuff mm-hmm but like i said they stayed at the deep creek campground and they would go to this area for a few months out of every year mostly for the fall okay and they would enjoy the outdoors and they would also meet up with friends there so she enjoyed watching the leaves turn and all that yes yeah that is a pretty popular thing mm-hmm but they would meet up with friends there, and it become quite like a group trip. And this was uh, something that Polly really enjoyed doing and waited the whole year to do. 
right? And, you know, and they said, you know, they kind of went in this, this campground, and then they wouldn't even let other people come in unless the the whole group voted. So I'm assuming they just probably rented out the whole campground, you think? I swear Otherwise, I how, how could they not? It didn't make sense to me. Well, you couldn't let somebody else couldn't come in unless you basically rented the whole thing out. Because mm-hmm. it's not private property or anything, I wouldn't think. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah, I don't so really know how they did that, but if they didn't like them, they wouldn't let them stay there. Yeah, if the whole group as a whole didn't vote vote them okay, then mm-hmm. you couldn't stay. So, but I just wondered how that worked. It's never been explained anywhere I saw. But if anyone disagreed, you know, like I said, they wouldn't let them come in. Right, it had to be unanimous. They was keeping the harmony in the group, mm-hmm. you know, which is a good idea. But still, <laughs> I don't yep. know how you can pull that off. Now, the day we're talking about is September the twenty fifth, nineteen eighty one, and on this day. Polly decided to do one of the things that was absolute her favorite thing to do, which was go hiking. I thought she was going to say make spaghetti sauce. Well, she had put on some spaghetti sauce. <laughs> I guess she had started some there in the camper, yeah. and she left Bob there, to, I guess, to watch it. Yeah, because he didn't go on the hike. And yeah. there were some little trails around there, half-mile trails, mile trails, that sort of looped around the Deep Creek Campground. Now, this uh, campground we're talking about is in uh, Bryson City, which is on the North Carolina side of the Great yes. Smoky Mountains, right? Yes, it is. Okay. Just to be clear. Mm-hmm. But they were walking, and they the two other ladies, their names were Red and Tula. Red and Tula. That was their name. That was the names they went by. <laughs> okay. But they got to making fun of Polly because she was lagging behind a little bit. She was tired from all that spaghetti sauce. Now. I guess, but they would. Um, they took a break, and I think Polly smoked a cigarette. Yeah, I said they were walking in. You know, before all this happened, they was going in into the woods, and said the, a little bit into the trail there was a split off. Went to like a little picnic area and stuff, and said it was really really busy in there. Mm-hmm. And then so they didn't pull up in there. They just kept going because it was a pretty busy day at the, uh, at the I guess on the trail or at the campground in general. Mm-hmm. But uh, then they walked on about a mile past that, and then that's where they took the break. Yep. But they took a smoke break. She did. Yeah, Polly took a smoke break, and they went on their way, headed back toward the campground. Okay, so now we're a mile back is what we got. Yeah, something like that. Give or take. There's a little bit, I guess, past that split the trail, so it was a mile from there. So, But just to make it clear, Polly and her friends, they took the easy trails. Yes. They didn't take the hard trails. It was just a... You know, it's a smooth, flat trail around. And Polly knew these trails. I mean, she'd been coming up here for 20 years, man. Yeah, so she knew them like the back of her hand. Yeah. So after they started on their way back to the campground, uh, Polly began to speed up a little bit. Yeah, like she had a little burst of energy or something. Yeah. And she passed the ladies and went on ahead of them. I bet they thought it was just, I'll show you who's slow today and just took off. But they knew it wouldn't last long, whatever. Well, She'd have to slow down. She, she wouldn't be able to keep up that pace. Well... I guess. But she got that Virginia Slims in her, I guess, and she was ready to go. (laughs) Fired her up. But she started over the top of a hill, and when the other two ladies got to where they thought they would catch up with her, Polly was gone. Yeah. They come around the corner or whatever it was. Yeah, she was gone. Yeah. And they just went on back to the campground thinking that Polly had just went on back. Yeah. Because she knew the trail, so it was no big deal. Yeah. But they got back, and Polly wasn't there. Mm -mm. So they went to... uh, her camper knocked on the door, and Bob was there, of course, but she wasn't there either, Mm-mm. and he hadn't seen her. No. So they got to looking for Polly. So what time was this? Do we know? They they started on her hike around 3 o'clock that afternoon. Okay. So 
you know, anywhere from between three and four, I would guess. Right. And we're going to get dark around 6.30 or so, mm-hmm. somewhere in there. Okay. okay. Trying to keep it all together here. Yep. But when uh, Bob was asked by the, uh, I guess the law enforcement show up, when Bob was asked if anything was out of the ordinary that day for Polly or anything, he said that she had skipped out on helping the, there was a local community center that served food to local senior citizens. And this was something that Polly did almost every day while she was on vacation. And she enjoyed doing it. But for some odd reason, she didn't do it on that day of September the 25th. Well, she was always always going to do it on Fridays, if not every other day. She was there every Friday. Yep. And uh, they had a, uh, a sign-up paper on the wall. So every day before you left, you'd write your name in if you were going to volunteer for the next day or whatever. Mm-hmm. And said she always signed up for Fridays. But for some reason this time when she left she didn't sign up for that yeah. friday and you know what he said about the law enforcement showing up i think they looked for her for a while they actually had walked back all the way back down the trail and back and even went and searched the picnic area and when they realized it was about an hour from being dark that's when they found a ranger because they knew they needed some help something, yeah. something was not right but one distinctive thing that polly had she had a shoe on the one of the heels had a crack in it yeah in the sole but they were able to track her footprints Mm -hmm. and they tracked it and then it just sort of got them mingling in with other hikers tracks and they lost it yeah they couldn't tell which way she went or anything which is kind of odd you know it's kind of wild that uh, it's kind of like the trendy story you know she kind of sped up the pace and then went around the bend and she kind of ducked down and then was gone Mm -hmm. so it's kind of strange and but like i said they hadn't seen polly and they started looking around the area for polly and with the help of two other people this was being uh, red's husband and the other being a friend of polly's uh her name was s and they went back onto the trail see if if anything went off the trail in some way and the four of them searched the trail even asking hikers along the way if they saw anything right they hadn't seen anything or any trace of her yeah it's just like she just vanished yeah which is crazy because she's not a small lady. But Polly was reported as a missing person, so it was all happening pretty fast. Yes. And the hours were ticking by, and more, more and more people were out looking for Polly. Yeah, I think there were up to 25 people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But her friends were saying it was like Polly had gone over the hill, and she just vanished. And everyone was kind of thinking to themselves, okay, you know, human bones, muscles, and skin, they just don't vanish. No. And something had to have happened to her. Yeah, and within the first week of Polly's disappearance, over 150 people were helping in the search. Yeah, they actually closed that trail down for four days. Yeah. And searched it. Searching in the woods. And, then, you know, she was deathly afraid of snakes, so they didn't think she really went off the trail by herself, mm-hmm. which is kind of odd for somebody who liked to be in the woods. I mean, I don't, I'm not a big fan of snakes either, but they definitely didn't think she went off the trail and into the, the underbrush by herself. Or just on purpose. Anyway. I know. They brought in search dogs, and the only thing the search dogs picked up was Polly's scent on a tree that had fallen down in the woods. And they, I guess they figured that Polly may have just rested on it at some time to take a break or something. Right. But, you know, I mean, they they stay in here, so it, it looks like he would found her scent everywhere. Yeah, we mean you were talking about this earlier today. Yeah. Her scent would have been all over that place, man. Right. So it's kind of odd that the dog would do any good at all at this point. And by the 29th of September, which was four days later, it was reopened to the public. But they don't have any idea what happened to Polly. No. 
and there are so many theories that we're going to get into dale okay i'll shoot them all down yep (laughs) (laughs) and a little bit more information surrounding polly in this case it's kind of kind of crazy a lot of loose ends and there are a lot of unanswered questions and some weird information just out of the blue yeah but you know they get into it and they thinking that if something would have gotten her or animal attacked her you know they they would have seen some kind of drag marks or something or she would have screamed in some way and yeah i don't don't buy that no i don't buy that at all well i mean if nothing else everybody's too close Mm -hmm. i mean you know it's not like they was out there for an hour by themselves everybody's walking you know she's even though she's sped up it's not like she's who's ain't bold or nothing she didn't take off across the field it was like you said she was terrified of snakes yeah she's not going deep in the woods she's not going to go off trail at all right yeah so i mean even if she got back i don't know i just i'm not i don't buy the animal attack theory but they're thinking that uh maybe if she were kidnapped it might have been like a, a group of people and they covered her mouth and then just picked her up and carried her off okay well we already established it that the uh I was gonna say the campground. the uh, The picnic area was really crowded, mm-hmm. and this is on the trail on the way back. Yes. So this is exactly the way they're headed. So there's people should be, in my mind, there's people everywhere. So just out of the blue, somebody's gonna come pick this woman up and tow mm-hmm. her off. I mean, she's a big lady. Yeah. I mean, she's almost six foot tall, two hundred pounds. It's not gonna be. If she doesn't want to go willingly, it's not gonna be easy to do. No. I don't care what you do, unless you hack her in the head or something but and then that's going to be even harder to carry yeah at the time of polly's disappearance dale due to her medical conditions uh she was not permitted to drive right and well actually not on her own yeah well she couldn't drive legally true this is is true because i heard somebody today talking about you know well she couldn't drive i'm like well don't mean just because she don't have a driver's license don't mean she can't drive that's like a patrick tracy burris couple episodes ago he couldn't drive legally legally yeah right but yeah he drove yeah but now somebody said you know what if she had rented a car you know and was trying to run off well she she couldn't rent a car without a driver's license but she could have drove one mm-hmm. but the their truck was still attached to the trailer mm-hmm. to the airstream so she couldn't have just took off in that right now i know a lot of that stuff comes from when they said last time she was at the senior center you know the guy who was running it said that she had come up and asked him two or three times to use the phone and she had never done that in all of the years she'd been working there mm-hmm. so a lot of people there are thinking maybe she was calling somebody to have them come and meet her there which doesn't make sense to me either i mean why if if you're going to call somebody from the senior center to come and meet you in the campground parking lot if you wanted to run off with somebody why wouldn't you just tell them to come pick you up at the senior center and be gone? Or just and, around the corner from the senior center. Yeah, instead yeah. of right there in front of everybody, all your friends, your husband, everybody. Yeah. That that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I'm going to be two blocks now from the senior center. Yeah, come Yeah, come now. I mean, yeah. Yeah, or whatever. But So that that don't hold water to me, I don't I don't think. That is a different theory. But, you know, because I think later, you know, after the, all this stuff, the uh, – a pastor had come out and said that she would, was having a hard time, you know, after her, her mother had passed away and, you know, was having some uh, health issues due to that and anxiety and depression and stuff. And then also he she said that uh, she had admitted to having an affair, and then that was really giving her um, – she was feel, really feeling guilty about it. Yeah. But nobody – any of her friends or nobody else had ever heard of any of this, but nobody knew of anybody and still – 
never did hear of anybody a name or nobody so whether it was true or not nobody knows but that would be why people thought maybe she made them phone calls for she was going to go run off with whoever she had been having an affair with or something like that mm-hmm. that was the idea behind that but I, I i just don't get it i don't if you're going to do that it didn't make any sense at all to call them and tell them to come pick you up at the campground yeah. especially okay i'm going to go for a hike about a certain certain time and when we get back, <laughs> you know, I mean, it just didn't make sense. Meet me out in the woods where there's going to be a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going, I'm going hiking with my two friends. I'm going to outrun them back to the parking lot and then jump in the car. Yeah. No. Sorry. But now the minister that you mentioned, he yeah. did say that he'd talk to Polly later on, and she was actually in pretty good spirits doing well. Right. Well, uh, later on before she disappeared later on. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, you're talking about the affair and the emotional problems she was having yeah. since her mother died. But then later, he said she was doing pretty well. So, I don't know, man. Right. Yeah. Well, I was just giving a little background yeah. on why, you know, people would have thought somebody come and picked her up in the parking lot. Yeah, because according to everybody else, she was doing pretty good at this point. She had been on Valium before, and she had actually was had come off of them, even though uh, Bob was still on them for some reason. Mm-hmm. But like I said, she used that phone there at the um, senior at, at the senior center, but they weren't able to trace any calls that she had made that day. Right. Said no uh, bills or nothing come in, so it wasn't anything long distance or anything. Yeah, so it had to be somebody she was calling local. Some local, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because back then they charged you for long distance calls. Yeah. Back in eighty one, there was no cell phones or nothing. So that's all you had. So they never did figure out who she was calling. So whatever. What else theory you got? Fell in the creek. Yeah, there's possible that she could have fell in the creek. I want to know how big this creek is. But now, uh, it's not very big. So, this is a, not a small woman. No, 5'11", 170 pounds. Six foot, 200 pounds. Yeah. Basically. I mean, that's, I mean, I ain't saying she's like fat or nothing, but I'm just saying it's not a small in stature woman. No. Yeah. No. So, I'm not buying the floated down the creek either. Mm-mm. And there's some people claim that she may have committed suicide because Bob had reported that there was a bottle of Valium that was missing from the camper. Right. He his, took his bottle, yeah. His, his bottle of Valium. Now, Polly was prescribed some Valium, but I don't think she had any with her. No, she had gotten off of them. Yeah, she was off of them. Okay. That's, but Bob had Valium. Right. And, and that, pill, that bottle was gone. Yeah, somehow it mysteriously disappeared when she did. Yeah. But where the hell did she go she gonna kill herself it ain't like she's gonna disappear i don't know and they so, searched them woods yes I don't, I don't believe that either i don't know where she went unless mm-hmm. she's she's in that portal yeah you. yeah that poly portal poly portal i'm telling you yeah there's a portal in the mountain somewhere or something i don't and know she just disappeared into that portal telling you them three these three is just all three cases is very similar in how they disappeared yeah one minute they're there, poof, next minute they're gone. Yeah. I mean, Dennis, he's there playing hide and seek. Went behind a bush and he's gone. Right. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah, Trini. She squatted down on the trail, looked into there, walked off. She's gone. I know. I mean, in, in the case of Dennis, I mean, they brought in the National Guard and everybody searched them out. Green Berets. Didn't find out nothing. So this is very similar, which is very eerie, being how close it is to us that this stuff goes on and and nothing's ever, I mean, nothing, not a shred of anything. But now these friends of hers, they said that Polly was very secretive and she kept a lot of things to herself. And But not one person or friend, family, sister, brother, or nobody came forward saying that Polly was super unhappy with her life and that she 
talked about just wanting to run away or anything. She didn't say anything. Right. Yeah. So I don't know, man. This is crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't believe she wanted to take herself out. And I really don't believe she was wanting to run away. I don't know what happened to her, but because it seemed like she was pretty happy. I mean, they had their place in Florida, and they come up here, and this is this was her happy place. Mm-hmm. Been coming there for twenty years. It's not like she didn't want to be there. I understand that her husband was not doing well, but I mean, she still had all her friends there. All right, now, just a little bit later in April of 1982, bank account information her it was never used again, and after her disappearance. A check was cashed by Pauline Melton in Birmingham, Alabama. Okay. And this is about 300 miles southwest of where she vanished from. And out of every aspect of this case, the case of Polly Melton, this check was cashed. So this check was a like a bank check to her? Yes. Like a payment for a, for a CD interest? Yes. Okay. Bank certificate check. So just to uh, be clear, it's not like some, she wrote a check to the bank. The, bank, was, the bank had sent her or sent someone a check, and it was cashed. And it was you know interest on a CD. Right. Yeah. They had walked into the bank and cashed it and walked out. So I want to know, where did they mail this check to? That's what I want to know. I mean, it seems like this, I don't know. I, I haven't found anything on this. Where All I know is they say that someone with this name, and then they went back and asked the teller, and, of course, they don't know anything. Cause mm, they don't remember anything. Hell, it, it's, it's hard to even find out information of how long it was between the check cash date and the date they asked the teller. Yeah, and, and banking back then was a lot different than it is today. I don't even know if they had cameras in the banks. Oh, probably not. I mean, if they did, they, you know. I mean, hell, the ones they now don't Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, even then, they... It would have been hard to go back because I don't know. Well, we don't know how when it was or how how far apart it was from cash time to um, when they went back and inquired about it. But they did say the signature on the check resembled Polly's actual signature. Yeah, but they couldn't verify it. Yes, thank you. Yep, looked like it, but not positive. Mm-hmm. Names look good, but not positive. But so that that one is uh, to me is like. I want to know where it was mailed to or how did this person get said check? Yeah, that's a good question. But now this was in Especially, Al- I'm sorry, oh, okay. especially since they lived in Florida and they were in North Carolina and then it went in Alabama. Yeah. Okay. But now Polly does have a connection to Birmingham, Alabama. Okay. She had some family that was from Birmingham, Alabama. So it makes you wonder if she didn't go back there to get in touch with some family members or just to be close to them. Hmm. Yeah, but, yeah, I guess. But how the hell was she going to get there? Yeah. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe she was calling somebody from Alabama. Could have been, but I think it would, uh, the bill would have showed up on the, the hell, charges yeah, yeah, on the good, phone. Good point. Good yeah. point. Maybe they had driven up, dr- driven. Maybe they had driven up and was staying at a motel or something local. Yep. And she was calling there. Yep. But then again, why would, why would they have her pick her up at... It doesn't don't make any sense. Man. Off the trail. Yeah. I'm going to be walking about 4 o'clock. I'll, I'll tell it as fast as I can back to the – and I'll just dive in the window like Bo Duke. Yeah, it's like, you know, it's like Trini's case. You know, if she was going to start her own life, meet me on the trail. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. The damn portal, man, I'm telling you. Yeah, they just vanished. <laughs> I don't know. This is uh, kind of blows my mind. and It seems like it's – pretty easy to debunk everything that pops up but then again you never know Mm -hmm. but it just doesn't make sense to me 
No. But it wasn't shortly after that that Bob, he his health went downhill fast. Oh, I'm sure. He got depressed, and he went into a nursing home. Hmm. And he didn't live much longer after that. That's sad. It is. So I don't know if anybody is alive. I don't think so. That I mean now. That's connected to, to Polly at all. She didn't have any kids. Mm-mm. And, you know, they're a little family here. And then I guess they're friends. But it's been so long now. And they're already pushing 60. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm sure they probably all passed away by now. Yeah, except for maybe Bob's grown sons. They may, may still be alive. Yeah. But, you know, like that, that check that was cashed, if anybody cashed it, it wasn't her. I mean, that was illegal. If somebody got it out of a mailbox or something. Yeah, I don't know. What mailbox? That's true. <laughs> I'd like to know what mailbox. Or Yeah, I'd like to know where it was sent to. Now, it could have been, I guess, it could have been an old CD or something. Uh, I don't know. I'm sure you get them in different uh, year amounts, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. Maybe that before she ever met Bob. And maybe it was mailed to her parents' house or something, you know, and then somebody could have got it and went and cashed it. That's true. That's That would make sense. But I don't know who. I mean, I guess they're figuring, well, it's money. Whether she's disappeared or not, still still her money. Yeah, but, you know, like with Trini, you know, we got a pretty good idea of what happened to her. Uh, Dennis Martin, yeah, maybe, but with Polly, nothing, nothing, man. No, and there's so little known about everything. I guess it's so long ago, but of course, you know, Dennis is long ago too. Yeah, yeah, this is back in the '60s, man. Yeah, but it just blows my mind that somebody could be on the trail one minute and you turn around and bam, they're gone the yeah. next minute. Especially when you're not worried about it because they've walked this trail for 20 years. And I've been on this trail. I know where Deep Creek Campground is. I've been to the Junie Wank waterfall there and up and down that trail. I know exactly where this is at. And it's, you know, like we said, when they walked in, there's a split in the trail, and then they mm-hmm. went approximately a mile and turned around and come back. So at most a mile and a half, if that. If that much, yeah. You know, back, and she got a little bit of a head and then gone. Mm-hmm. So we're not talking like it's. I mean, miles and miles to get a, a real good separation from everybody. And then she's heading back toward the parking lot where it's already crowded, the parking lot in the picnic area. So you would think somebody would solve something. Yeah. But in 1983, there was a $5,000 reward that was posted for any information that would help locate Polly, but it was never claimed by anyone. Hmm. And they searched the creek, even flying a helicopter over it in 1982 and never found anything mm. and people walked the trail she vanished on who knows how many times right and they've been tubing up and down that creek and they haven't seen anything of her right yeah and then that day there's like it was over 50 cars in that parking lot so there's a lot of people there yeah but at the time of her disappearance she was wearing glasses and she was last seen wearing a white and pink sleeveless striped shirt tan pants and tan shoes that were size eight and half had a cut in the sole like we talked about on the left shoe right she had that uh, diamond studded watch yep and a pack of virginia slim cigarettes and her wedding ring right but there's nothing else on this woman man it's another one of them bigfoot stories man <laughs> or a, the portal or a portal poly <laughs> yeah the portal poly 
<laughs> yeah. I mean, this is this one. I wanted to do these big three yeah. disappearances, and this one round, you know, concludes it. But you know, this lady, man, I don't know. It's it's pretty sad. I mean, it's just I don't know. It's just. I mean, she fell off a she fell off a cliff or something. Somebody would have found something since yeah. 1981. They would have walked up on something. Right. Well, like I said, this was a what do you call it? An easy an easy trail. So I wouldn't think it'd be too much sheer, yeah, sheer cliffs near there. You've no. been there, you know. I've been there. There's no cliffs. Right. It's just a so flat trail. Of course you're going to fall. Yeah. You know? This is true. So. The only thing is, I mean, if she wanted to commit suicide and just went off somewhere and just took those Valium and just... But you'd think the dogs would have found something. They would have found it. That, that really don't make sense either to me because it ain't like it's going to kill her right away. Yeah. And it's not, not like she... To ate them all and then went for the walk and then they decided to join her and she got to the end and smoked a cigarette and well i can feel them coming on i'm gonna take off running and then run in the woods and fall over yeah i mean i, uh, I don't believe that's happening mm-hmm. i just think anything i don't i really don't know what the hell happened <laughs> it just blows my mind really but a lot of this stuff i don't think happened yeah i just want to know who she was calling that day yep and um, that, that's pretty much it. Who, who, it was kind of weird that she didn't go back on that Friday after she always always went on Friday. Mm-hmm. You know, they they really made a big deal out of that and all all research, and then that in the phone calls like some like she knew she wasn't going to be back, mm-hmm. and then she does disappear the next day. But I don't know if she did it in front of everybody. Then more power to her. I guess I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I mean, she even made spaghetti sauce and everything. Yeah. So she was planning on coming back for supper, you'd think. Well, anyway, that is the story of Delma Pauline Melton. Polly Melton. Polly. Well, I do a little bit. But the investigating agency is the National Park Service. If anybody has any information, they can call 828-497-1940. But they can call and they have any information, but... You know, I just don't see anybody coming forward on this one. This is this yeah. is a bygone days. Yeah, if they didn't come by yet, they're not coming. I don't think it's nobody wanted a reward, and it's just just baffling. Mm-hmm. How about that? Baffling. Yes. All right, Dale. If anybody has any information, they can contact me, email us, or contact our local law enforcement too. That's right. All right, we are going to get out of here, bud. Let's roll. We want everyone to be safe. Be careful and watch yourself on the Deep Creek Trail. Because the next episode could be about you. This is the Crack House Chronicles. Chronicles.